0: Welcome to Total Life Fitness, and I'm your host, Luke Briggs. On this show, we understand it's more than just fitness, it's your life. We'll share strategies to help you lose weight, gain muscle, build confidence, and live your best life. If you enjoy the podcast, we ask that you please subscribe, give us a five star rating and review, and share it with a friend. Now, let's get on to the show. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Isn't it frustrating when you feel like you're doing everything right with your nutrition and exercise, but the scale just isn't moving? I feel like you should have so much better results for all the effort you're putting in. And after a while, you just think, why do I even bother? Weight loss plateaus are a real thing, and they can be very frustrating for a lot of people. And in today's episode, we're going to go through how do you know if you're in a weight loss plateau and how do you actually break through a weight loss plateau? For those who don't know who I am, my name is Luke Briggs. I'm the owner of the Total Life Fitness Academy, where we specialize in helping parents and busy professionals lose body fat, build muscle, and have more energy. I've been a coach for over a decade and have worked with nearly 3,000 clients. So the question is how do you determine if you're in a weight loss plateau? And if you're truly in a weight loss plateau, how do you work out of it? So the first disclaimer I wanna make is that I'm not a registered dietitian or a licensed healthcare professional. If you think you have a legitimate medical concern, consult with a qualified professional. With that being said, let's move on. So step number one is you need to understand metabolism and why it's important. So what is the definition of metabolism? The definition of metabolism is your body's process to turn food you eat into energy for all of your daily activities. So the food you eat, the calories you take in are converted to energy for you to do certain things throughout the day. If you want to walk or you want to move your body or you want to chase after your kids, whatever it is, all that energy comes from the food and calories you take in. So metabolism is converting that food or calories you take in into energy for your activities. Metabolism is important because it determines how efficiently your body burns calories thus helping you lose body fat and getting leaner. It also helps you be able to better personalize your nutrition and calorie intake to support fat loss while also preserving or building muscle mass. And if you have a higher metabolism or a higher metabolic rate, it will help you burn more calories at rest. Metabolism is also important because it helps you optimize your macronutrient ratios and your macronutrients are your proteins, carbs, and fats to help promote fat loss and muscle gain. And adding resistance training helps preserve and build lean muscle, which thus boosts your metabolism. So, once you've understood why metabolism is important, you then want to actually set up your diet. So the first thing you want to do is you want to calculate what your calorie intake actually is. You can use the Harris-Benedict equation, you can use the Mifflin equation, all sorts of different calorie calculators out there. You can literally just Google it and find it. I'm not going to bore you with the details of it right now. Then you're going to use a calorie formula to estimate your BMR, your basal metabolic rate, which is the number of calories that you burn at rest. So If you're doing no activity, you're literally just lying in bed all day, this is the number of calories you would burn which is exactly why you don't want to slash your calories significantly and starve yourself because you're not even giving your body enough calories to even function. Then you want to add in your physical activity to estimate your TDEE, your total daily energy expenditure, your TDEE. So there are multipliers for that. Again, you can just Google it for the sake of this, but um, they're pretty prevalent out there. Then what you want to do is you want to determine your goal. Is your goal to lose weight? Is your goal to gain weight? Or is your goal to maintain weight? Now, for the purposes of this episode, we're going to assume that your goal is to lose weight or lose body fat more specifically while also preserving muscle. If you just want to lose weight and lose all your muscle, uh, you probably shouldn't listen to the show. So assuming that your goal is to lose weight and lose primarily body fat, you want to create a deficit of about 10 to 20%. Create a deficit of about 10 to 20%. Then you want to determine your protein intake, which for most people, we're going to start with about 0.8 to 1 gram per pound of body weight or your target body weight. So if you have like a lot of weight to lose, like you want to lose like 70 pounds, you might want to err closer to your target body weight. If you maybe want to lose like, you know, 10, 20 pounds, you can probably err more to the side of your actual body weight. So for example, let's say you're a 40 year old female, you're five foot six and you're 160 pounds. Let's say you're a 40 year old female, five foot six, 160 pounds. Let's say you exercise three times per week. So we have calculated based on your BMR times 1.375, which is the activity level that you need that we multiply by for three times per week of training. I just Googled it. You can just do that. That would be 2,025 calories is your BMR plus activity. So that is basically your total daily energy expenditure. Then what you want to do is you want to take 2,025 and multiply that by 0.8. So we want to start, we're going to start a little bit more aggressively. We're going to put you in a 20% calorie deficit. So we're going to take 2,025, which is your BMR plus activity that you've calculated based on your height, age, weight, gender, et cetera. Then you want to multiply that by 0.8. So 2025 times 0.8 is 1,620 calories. So we're going to start with 1,620 calories in your deficit. And then your protein is 160 grams because we're just going to do one gram per pound of body weight. If you're 160 pounds, we're going to start with 160 grams of protein. So 1,620 calories, 160 grams of protein. That's what we're going to start with. Generally, in our program in the Full Life Fitness Academy, we start most people with like a calorie and protein number and have them work up to other macros just to make it simpler in the beginning. Then you can work up to doing more with carbs and fats. So then after you've calculated that, you want to actually monitor your progress. This is the mistake I see a lot of people make is that they don't actually monitor their progress. They just like try a, a diet, but they don't actually track with any consistency. You want to track metrics. You want to track your weight, your measurements, uh, inside our program. We have people track their waist and hips, uh, waist for men and then waist and hips for women, just because it's much simpler, uh, because you don't have to, you know, do like your thighs and do your arms and all these things. We have to have someone else do it for you, especially if you're a busy parent and professional. Chances are your spouse or, or significant other, uh, um, You might not have someone else with you at the time you're measuring. So that just makes it easier. Then take progress photos as well. Uh, Front, back, side, always take them in the same angle with the same lighting. We've had people in our program before where like, you know, week one, they're taking them as a mirror selfie at at like a slight angle with horrible lighting. And then the next time they're having someone take them of them. And then it's like a completely different angle. And then you can't even tell if you're making progress or not because the angle and lighting are completely different. So however you're going to take it the first time, take it that way so that you do it the same way every time. So it's easier to compare your progress photos. Then you want to track certain biomarkers. So good ones to track are sleep, stress, hunger, energy. Those are good ones to start with. So sleep, because the quality of your sleep, if you're not sleeping enough, that could affect water retention hormones all sorts of different things energy that can also obviously affect energy stress kind of impacts you in a similar way as well uh, hunger levels if you're in a deficit for too long you're going to be super hungry all the time obviously when you're in a deficit hunger is part of it just because you know your body is going to signal to your brain hey i'm used to eating more food when you're in a deficit that's perfectly normal. it doesn't mean you need to eat more then you just want to make sure that you are factoring in what your hunger levels are throughout you can just give them a score one through five, one through 10, you know, one being low, 10 being high, and just make sure you monitor that week per week. Then you want to aim to lose 0.5 to 1% of body weight per week. Aim to lose 0.5 to 1% of body weight per week. So using that 160 pound female as an example, you want to lose between 0.8 to 1.6 pounds of body weight per week on average. So over the course of four weeks, You want to average somewhere between uh, 3.2 and 6.4 pounds lost. Some weeks you might be up two pounds, then you might lose three pounds in a week, then you might lose two pounds the next week. Just take the average. That's why we also recommend weighing daily. Weigh yourself daily. First thing in the morning before you eat or drink anything, after you go to the bathroom, weigh yourself either naked or in underwear. Just make sure that you weigh yourself the same every time under the same conditions because if you're just weighing yourself randomly throughout the day where one time you're weighing yourself you know at night when you're wearing clothes after you've eaten already and the other time you're weighing yourself before you've eaten anything for the day then sometimes you're weighing yourself in the middle of the day the variable is always changing so make sure that however you weigh yourself weigh yourself under the same conditions which i generally recommend for most people just first thing in the morning (laughs) as i already stated You might be thinking, but Luke, I want to lose weight faster than that. That's too slow. So here are a few reasons why you don't want to lose weight too fast. Muscle loss. When you lose weight, you will lose body fat, but you'll also lose some muscle as well. And that can negatively impact your metabolism because you have lower muscle mass. So you don't want to lose too much muscle if you're drastically slashing your calories. Nutrient deficiencies. If you're cutting out like entire food groups or you're cutting out like a lot of food, like that could lead to deficiencies in vitamins, minerals, phytochemicals, other things, energy sources for your body, which wouldn't even allow your body to function properly. It could also, by slashing your calories too fast, lead to a slowed metabolism. So, metabolic slowdown is a real thing and it makes it harder to sustain weight loss when you're slashing your calories too hard too soon. Your metabolism is going to adjust. And then you're going to rebound even harder and gain more weight. Also, decreased energy levels. Do you really want to walk around all day feeling like you have no energy? Many of you listening to this may already feel like you have no energy. Now imagine all the stress that you have in your life, slashing your calories even further. You're already caring for the kids, work, the household, every single thing else, all these other committees you're on or whatever it is you're involved in. You're already stressed to the gill. Now, do you want to add an s- extreme calorie deficit on top of that? Probably not. Could also lead to hormonal imbalances. If you're a female, this could affect your menstrual cycle, which would not be a good thing, especially if you are wanting to, you know, give birth as well. Could also lead to hormonal dysregulation. You know, there are a number of s- stories that I hear all the time about women like losing their menstrual cycle because they're chronically dieting. So it's important to not always be dieting and not always be drastically slashing your calories. If you also drastically slash your calories, that could lead to a weakened immune system. Your immune system could be weaker and then it could be harder for you to stay healthy and it will increase your risk of illness or infections. Probably not a good thing. So you don't want to lose weight too fast. So with all that being said, how do you know if you're actually in a plateau. First of all, if you are not tracking your numbers consistently, you don't actually know if you're in a plateau. Track your numbers, track your numbers. We don't just guess. If you're not compliant. So another another example is if you're compliant during the week, but not on the weekend. I see this all the time. Like people are compliant Monday through Friday and then the weekend comes, you're like, woohoo, party. Let's do all this this crazy stuff. You know, let's just, you know, I've been so restrictive during the week. I'm just going to go hog wild on the weekend. And then you end up eating way more and offsetting the deficit that you just set for yourself during the week. So you need to make sure that you're actually being compliant all days. doesn't mean you can't have flexibility in your your food and eat out at restaurants and things like that. It just means you want to be compliant with your intake. So if your weight has stalled or fluctuated within a pound or two, For two or three weeks, you may be in a plateau. I'm going to say that again. If your weight has stalled or fluctuated within like a pound or so, for about two to three weeks, you may be in a plateau. And then you can start figuring all the other stuff out. So here's what not to do when you're in a plateau. Because I see these mistakes all the time. Someone steps on the scale. For one day, it says they're up three pounds. They're like, oh my gosh. Why is the scale up three pounds today? I was so good yesterday. This is not fair. And then you just starve yourself that day. You hop on the elliptical. You hop on the treadmill. You go for a run. You do excess cardio for like an hour or two. You punish yourself. You're like, oh my gosh, the scale better be down tomorrow. There's no way in heck I burned all these calories. I starved myself today. And (laughs) a lot of people will overreact and just do that. So you don't want to overreact. You also don't want to focus only on calories and not on macronutrients. If you focus just on your calories and you're not also including your protein intake, then you're not going to factor in what you need to build and retain muscle mass, which we already talked about is very important. Another thing not to do is be impatient and expect changes to happen immediately If your goal is to lose 30 pounds, I see so many people setting the goal to lose like 30 pounds in 90 days. Now it probably took you longer than 90 days to lose 30 pounds, to gain 30 pounds. If you expect to lose 30 pounds in the next 90 days, you're going to set yourself up for failure in certain situations. Is it possible? Yes. I've seen it. We've had clients lose that amount. That doesn't mean that it is normal. Don't set a deadline on your weight loss goals. That leads to all or nothing thinking. I'm either on my plan or I'm off my plan or a feeling of failure if you don't achieve your goals. And then you just stop, you know, stuff your face with (laughs) cookies and chips and all that stuff sulking in your misery because you haven't actually achieved what you want to achieve. That doesn't have to happen. It's just a blip in the radar. Just make sure you don't overreact because I see it all the time. All right. So how do you actually break through a plateau? First, I'm going to make a couple of assumptions. I'm going to assume that you are monitoring your calorie and macronutrient intake daily and you're actually monitoring it honestly. You're being honest with yourself. You're including and logging all foods that you're eating because we have people log inside a food app because a food tracking app because it helps them monitor their daily intake. So we're assuming that you are monitoring your calorie and macronutrient intake honestly for at least two to three weeks and have legitimately made no progress. Number two, we're going to assume that you are actually weighing and measuring your food. You're not just eyeballing things. A lot of times people, what they think they're taking in versus what they're actually taking in are two completely different things. I've shared this before on this podcast, but there was a study in 1992 I want to say it was the Annals of Internal Medicine, where researchers studied uh, a group of overweight patients who thought that they had diet resistance. They thought like, no matter what we do, we just can't lose weight. We're just resistant to losing weight. And the researchers had them estimate in a controlled setting what they were actually taking in in a day. And they thought that they were taking in 1028 calories in a day. Now, the researchers tracked what they were actually taking in, and they were actually taking in 2,081 calories in a day. They were taking in double what they thought they were actually taking in. We as humans are horrible at estimating our intake. So if you're just like, oh, yeah, I think I've been taking in about 2,000 calories for the last couple months, you have no idea. You have no idea. You need to actually track it. So don't just eyeball things. Actually weigh it. Use a food scale. Don't just say, Oh, that looks like about, you know, 30 grams. Actually weigh it out. You may be taking in more than you think and weigh it out seven days a week, not just Monday through Wednesday. And then you're like, Thursday through Sunday, I'll just do whatever. Like you don't have to weigh and measure your food forever. But if you're stuck in a plateau right now, you got to do something different. And you got to figure out because you're clearly not in a calorie deficit. If you're in a calorie deficit, you'd be losing weight. So you need to figure out how many calories you're actually taking in. And that starts with weighing and measuring your food and being open and honest with yourself. Number three assumption we're making is that you are regularly monitoring your weight and your measurements. We are going to assume that you are actually regularly weighing your, uh, your food and then also monitoring your weight and measurements. Now, I'm assuming that probably 98% of people listening to this are not even doing these three things consistently, at least, Monday through Sunday. So before you even worry about what we're talking about next, start doing these things and you may actually notice that you're making progress because you haven't been following the basics. And the basics doesn't mean they're easy, but they are a simple process to follow. So make sure you do these things first. Now, if you're actually doing all those things... Then we are going to move on to the next step, which is actually making an adjustment. So you want to start by reducing your calorie intake by about 5 to 10% in order to create a further deficit. If you have been losing weight at a consistent pace prior to the plateau, use a smaller adjustment closer to 5% to minimize the risk of muscle loss and metabolic slowdown then you want to reduce the calories mostly from carbs and fats and then keep your protein about the same so if you're at 160 grams of protein before keep it at about 160 grams of protein then you want to actually monitor your progress over the coming weeks and see what that adjustment does for you keep tabs on your biomarkers as well how are you sleeping how your stress levels how your energy levels how your hunger levels all that good stuff so bring us back to the original example Let's say again, you are a 40 year old female, you're five foot six, you're 160 pounds, you're exercising three times per week. We already determined that your BMR plus activity is 2,025 calories. So now we're going to take your TDEE, your total daily energy expenditure, which we've calculated as 2,025 calories, and multiply that by 0. 0.8. We're going to start with a 20% calorie deficit because we want to do a little bit more aggressive weight loss. So 2025 times 0.8 is 1,620 calories. So in your initial diet setup, you are going to start at 1,620 calories per day. And then because you're a 160 pound female, we're going to set your protein intake at 160 grams in a day. So now let's say you set this total and then your weight stays exactly the same for two weeks and you hadn't made much progress before you're still stalled out. Now what you want to do is you want to decrease your calorie intake by 10%. So you're going to take 1,620 calories. You're going to multiply that by 0.9 because that's a 10% decrease. So 1,620 times 0.9 is 1,458 calories. That is your new intake, 1,458 calories. That is for this specific person. Then you're going to again monitor your intake and see what that does for you. Now, sometimes what we do with our clients inside the total life fitness academy is we'll have them do like high and low days. Maybe, you know, if you're always traveling on a weekend, you might want to have a little bit more flexibility on the weekend. What you can do is you can just take 1458, multiply it by seven for seven days in a week. And then you can go a little bit lower on some days and then a little bit higher on another day, as long as it averages out to. 1458 calories and you're actually openly and honestly tracking and weighing and measuring everything. So That is how you break through a weight loss plateau. Hopefully this has been helpful. If you like more information like this, um, actionable stuff that you can do, currently inside our free Facebook group called the Total Life Fitness Community for Busy Moms, for Busy Working Moms that is, which you can find if you click the link in our show notes. You can literally join our group, take 30 seconds to join. We'll let you in. We'll tag you in some awesome resources, uh, completely free. We have trainings, you know, very consistently in the group, just about every week. And we currently have a seven-day summer shred meal plan to help busy moms lose 10, 20 pounds during the summer. You're going to want to check that out because it's right in there. Um, we want to help provide as much value as possible. Check out our other links below and we will chat soon. Thanks so much for listening to the show. And if you found this content valuable, you can connect with me by joining my free men's fitness and health Facebook group. It's facebook.com groups men's fitness and health. It's linked in the show notes. Make sure to leave us a five star rating and review so our show can grow and reach more people. Talk soon.